Hey folks, thanks for joining me for this this episode of the Embellish Podcast, a podcast focused on product stories, product storytellers, interesting brand ambassadors, and any other tangent that I happen to come up with. Whether you're a bourbon fan, a geek, a casual observer, or someone just floating through this channel, I hope you find it interesting. If you got here by chance, please take a moment to hit the subscribe button. Hopefully I can be found on any podcasting platform that exists. And if you can't find me on a platform, send me an email at embellishpod at gmail.com and I'll try to get that taken care of. I also generally live stream the recording of these episodes on YouTube on Wednesday nights around 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can find all of my links on Instagram at embellishpod or Twitter with the same handle. I have a website. It is www.embellishpod.com. It's also a place to pick up these links, episode details, and more. Today is June the 1st. Um, We are going to be talking about this or that. Um, I have a series of comparisons that I wanted to run. Um, A couple that I got an opportunity to try by chance. And a couple that I already had in hand. Um, Things that are kind of coming up uh, next week. I actually have two interviews that I'm going to be doing. So I don't know if both of them will be live on YouTube or not. But that ought to... That should give me um, some recorded content to have. I'll be on vacation the following week, which means I won't be going live. I may record a video to put up. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, but I've got one that is an author interview, and then another I'm going to hopefully be having a live with the folks over at Scotch Malt Whiskey Society. I want to really, really want to talk to them. Um, we'll see what happens. I've got a couple of interesting emails, different things in the work, uh, in the works plural, I guess is the, the phrase that I'm looking for there. Um, this last weekend, last weekend was one of the best whiskey weekends I've had in quite some time. Um, and as a sort of teaser for what we're going to be trying, we'll open up. There's not much left in this glass, but we're going to open up with some Jack Daniels Coy Hill. Um, it ought to be <laughs> enough to kind of get me going. Who has Matt. Um, I had an opportunity to attend the This Is My Bourbon podcast weekend. Uh, it's their meetup. It was in Lexington. Got to eat, meet a ton of people, make a lot of friends, have a lot of fun conversations, and try some um, sort of once-in-a-lifetime whiskeys that were available to me. Uh, one of the one of the better things that kind of came out, not better things, all of the things that came out of it were largely good. It was, like I said, it was a super, super fantastic weekend. Got an opportunity to spend some more time with Eric and Perry from, um, this is my bourbon podcast. Got an opportunity to meet, uh, Jason from Mash and Drum and David and Kira from whiskeychannel.com slash the shelf turbs, whatever you want to call them now. Um, Got a chance to, to meet the, 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 the mind behind bubble bath bourbon, um, prescription bourbon, it was it was a, a veritable who's who. Chad from My Daily Bourbon, just tons and tons of people. Um, but I also got a chance to sit down. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> I have my uh, Bubble, Bubble Bath Bourbon card right here. So I'm still holding on to it, although I don't know where my rubber ducky went. I assume it's maybe still in a pair of shorts or pants from the weekend that are still in my suitcase, likely, because that's sort of how things kind of work out. Um, but I got a chance to meet up with David from Whiskey My Wedding, Wedding Ring, um, uh, and he's going to play a pretty significant role in what we're going to do tonight for, for a couple of different reasons. Um, but we had an opportunity to go on a distillery tour with... Um, Several folks from, you know, Whiskey Tube Chats, and I uh, got to go do a really, really, really fantastic tour over at Michter's in Louisville uh, on Sunday. One of the other things that I think was, was super fantastic from the weekend um, 
Chris from Nose Your Bourbon gave out uh, some sample kits. And I've been on the fence about buying one of these for quite some time. And um, after he kind of passed these out to the folks that were in attendance, at least to the to the VIPs attendance. I don't know if VIP is the right word. We all um, bought our tickets like everybody else. But he gave this really uh, neat sample box. It's got six in there. So I went ahead and ordered the, the full-size kit plus an extension pack. And I'll probably give this one away to somebody. So if you watch this and you're interested in having one of these, let me know. And we'll find a way to get that over to you. Um, comes with the how-to nosing. You can't read any of that. That's There we go. So it comes with the how-to nosing kit. And then uh, tasting wheel. This one has six different flavors in it. It's oak, cherry, corn, black pepper, brown sugar, caramel. Um, it's nice. These are in little you know sealed containers, so that way it helps to keep it fresh and available. But um, great way to sort of train up your nose and um, sort of figure out what's going on. But as I alluded to, before Whiskey Weekend, um, I got to do a uh, Jack Daniels bourbon and then separate Jack Daniels rye tasting with David from um, Whiskey in My Wedding Ring. He hosted it. And so we ran through all of the things from um, Jack Daniels number 7 all the way up to Coy Hill, which is what we have here. That is a rough way to start. Um, but through the course of talking about it, uh, David gave us a Jack Daniels 10, and he also gave us this Coy Hill. And this Coy Hill... Um, the 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 age behind it specifically is nine years, and it is in the same warehouse location that Jack Daniel's Ten is traditionally stored at. She said it's significantly higher proof, so it gave me the idea of doing a this or that. So I took the um, Koi Hill and I proofed it down. I saved a little bit of it. I proofed it down to what the Jack Daniel's Ten should be at. And um, we'll compare them against each other and see if they are similar, if the year makes a difference, that one year's difference between the Jack Daniels 10 and the Jack Daniels um, Coy Hill makes a difference or maybe proofing it down makes it terrible. Who knows? Um, but we're going to kind of go through that and hopefully I'm going to get this right because I also have a couple of rise and a couple of boo rise that I want to do this with. So, yep, that should be the whiskey side. So if you don't have these, if you're wanting to like blind yourself um yeah um agent and or makes this fantastic little four glass flight set it comes with a little rubber um thing that kind of affixes to the bottom of them but you can hang it it's you can hang it on the neck of your whiskey bottle and the the um, letter is actually on the bottom and you'll probably not be able to see that but yeah so the letter sits on the bottom of that and the rubber thing you can kind of hang it from your bottle so you have an opportunity to do this blind. And so this one is facing down, so I can't actually still see the letter. So I took the two Jack Daniels and I put them in separate things. But, you know, he kind of ran us through the the tasting of all things Jack Daniels and told us this story. Um, so, like I said, it, it gave me the idea of what I wanted to do here. Now, the problem is that I think I remember the fill levels. Uh, which one had more and which one had less, but we'll uh, we'll see. Significantly, significantly um, less powerful than that Coy Hill that I started with, which was probably the wrong place to be to begin with anyway.
get some ASMR here, I guess maybe. You can you can hear the the lip smacking noises, which are just awful, just awful. So I apologize if you showed up and you're listening to me um, ramble on about it. But I think so. Bubble bath bourbon is in the chat right now. I think maybe the 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 squeaky ducks were pretty fantastic. But I think uh, seeing you walk around in your bathrobe for a good portion of the second evening um, was probably the 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 favored memory of uh, Mr. Bubble Bath Bourbon um, hanging out for um, for the This Is My Bourbon podcast weekend. Uh, one of the other things that happened, they were able to um, dole out the uh, My Bourbon Weekend. Um, so uh, David had, I, I don't know if there was an age statement on the bottle. So the, the question that was posed, I haven't heard anything about the age on the Coy Hill. So I don't know if David had the information from um, Jack Daniels or if it was on his bottle or where he derived the nine years, but he's a pretty reputable, reputable guy. And so he's the one that indicated it. And so I'll buy it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm on board. Now, I proofed these down like a week and a half ago and allowed it to have that time to sort of sit and marinate to make sure that, um, to make sure that we got an appropriate mixture of what these two should be. And I think, so I'm not going to give the tasting notes because that's not me. I'm not that guy. I'm not that good at this. But I think what I can easily do is, I have an ink pen, here it is, is decide which one I prefer, which one I think is uh, less good, and then we can kind of do a reveal. So for me, um, sample C is the better of the two, and sample D, hey, Bourbon Lens, thanks for showing up. We have... Uh, We have two folks hanging out. Yeah, so you're seeing me look down a lot. This is this is what tonight's going to be about. Um, I think, like I said, I think C is my preferred, and D, they're both good. There's just a, a different kind of mustiness to, um, to C. And we may have a problem. <laughs> so we're going to set those aside let's see what happens here because I think it's entirely possible that my do we have Scott or do we have Jake I assume it's Scott it's usually Scott that is the one that shows up in chat tonight um, uh, they don't. I don't think that you can compare these to the. You talking about the? Uh, are you talking about the heritage that we had um, this this last weekend? I, I don't. I don't think that's a fair comparison. It's sort of like when we went through the tasting at Michter's with David and the rest of the group. Um, you know, we ran through the American whiskey and the sour mash and the standard bourbon, and I'm looking at the little little chips that kind of come in here. So American whiskey, sour mash, traditional bourbon. We did the 10-year, we did the rye, and then we did a 10-year rye. Those were all great. So it's got, yeah, that's what I assumed. Um, then we had the next pour. And the next pour that we had was the 2019 celebration from Michter's. 
And none of us even took any tasting notes through that because it's just unfair. It's absolutely just unfair um, to try to take a tasting note, to try to compare it to anything else because, you know, it's a blend of anything from 10 to 32-year whiskey. Um, It's just, it's a really, really, really unique um, profile. And so I think trying to compare, um, trying to compare either one of these against that heritage bottle that was some old Jack Daniels is 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 unfair. I moved on to the next set, and then we'll kind of do a reveal on what we've got here because I think I know what happened, um, but we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. Tons and tons and tons of dead air. Um, I don't have that sparkling, charismatic ability that many of the folks on YouTube do. That's why I generally try to stay with actually having some content to talk about. It's far more inter- interesting, entertaining, whatever. Um, Scott, that was a great uh, interview you guys did with Mike from Blue Run. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, of course, I Mike is a charismatic guy and you had Shayla on there as well um can't go wrong with that honestly it made me incredibly jealous I had an opportunity to talk to Mike a couple three weeks ago maybe a month ago and did not get a chance to talk to Shayla and you guys did There's a distinct probability that I might lose power here in just a minute um, because it is starting to thunderstorm here. So if that happens, you guys can go watch something far more interesting than what I'm doing here. Like I said, I'm just sort of rambling through what I've got going on. Um, and so I uh, I alluded to it, and I want to talk about that uh, just a little bit more. So David from... Um, Whiskey My Wedding Ring, reached out to me before I showed up for the um, My Bourbon Weekend with Perry and Eric, and he said, hey, I've got this tour that the folks at Michter's are wanting to do um, for me. Now, he had done a series of interviews with them. They had you know some great interaction, and he had a group of people that were available um a group of people that were available to uh, go out and do this tour. And he had an empty seat, and he said, hey, you want to do it? And I actually had my, my family with me, uh, so I had to figure out a way to make it interesting for my family to continue to stay. Um, you know, they, they enjoyed hanging out in the hotel and swimming and doing almost nothing besides, you know, watching Harry Potter movies because we haven't had cable TV in our house for a very, very long time. But apparently that is the thing now is that um, – Harry Potter's always on cable, always. And so whenever we travel, that just sort of ends up being what they do. We watch Harry Potter over and over and over again. Um, So I'm going back to, I did my two samples of Jack Daniels. I'm going back to, uh, then I did my two samples of Rye. And so while we were doing the tour at Michter's, one of the one of the features was number one we got to have a fantastic tasting where we had the celebration rye or celebration whiskey as well as their 20 year 
um, which are both things. Hey, Taysu, thank you for showing up. Um, we had an opportunity to try both of those, which are you know like kind of once in a lifetime pours, and I kind of kept a running tally of things that you know I sort of never thought I was going to get an opportunity to try, and did get a reason, get an opportunity to try. Um, but they let us, you know, we did the 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 bottle your own bottle your own bourbon, and so I have my own bourbon. We have you know the the group of us have the same bourbon that we're all from the My Bourbon Weekend, and so now I've got this, and my goal is to try to hold on to that. until next year and have that as an opportunity to share with everybody that may not have been on that tour. Cause like I said, it was a really, really, really fun experience. So Taysu, thank you for being here tonight. Right now what I'm doing is I'm doing a this or that. I've got, um, a Jack Daniels Coy Hill and a Jack Daniels 10 year. And, um, the, the Coy Hill that I got, I got from David from whiskey, my wedding ring and the details he had on the particular Coy Hill he had is it was at, um, hazmat proof but it is a nine-year uh, single barrel that is in the same warehouse location as where the tenure traditionally comes from so the experiment i did is i proofed down the koi hill to the um proofed down the koi hill to the same proof that the jack daniels tenure should be at and trying to see which one is better does that one year make a difference does proofing it down make the koi hill less good um, you know, kind of, kind of what happens there. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it was some serious proof. I still have a little bit of the Koi Hill at the proof and you may or may not be able to see, but that is super, super dark. Put it up against my bald white forehead so you can see, uh, how dark it actually is. And then when it gets proofed down, you know, it's obviously got some less color to it or whatever, but we're testing out, seeing what it is. And then I have, um, back to the original story. So we, we did the bottle our own, but they also had the Fort Nelson Select Rye, which is in their distillery gift shop. Uh, and I had a single barrel of Michter's traditional rye just kind of sitting here already. And so I thought it'd be a good, a good opportunity to put the Fort Nelson uh, Select up against the single barrel that I already have and see which one of those is better. And they got one more. Um, that I just happened upon today, and I have something to sort of compare it against. I don't know. Both of these are pretty, pretty damn good. Want to try that again? I've got my one, and I've got my two, and I've got my one, and I've got my two. We'll go back. We'll do these two rise, um, and then we'll figure out which one is actually better. Um, whether it's the Fort Nelson Select or if it is the single barrel that just came off the shelf from a regular a retailer, it is really really dark. Um, the I've got a retailer here in town that has a Koi Hill on the shelf, but they want like four hundred dollars for it. But it is super dark. I tell you, these little blind tasting kits from. Agent and ore are quite, quite, quite handy. Yep, I think I got it. Yep, and so one of the other things that came out of the weekend, uh, I was talking with David from Whiskey My Wedding Ring. We may do some just chatting about things um, whiskey-related for his Patreon community. He asked me if I would be willing to do that, and absolutely would, because we had some super fun conversations um, just talking about 
different stuff. Obviously, one of the things that came up, which can, is, is kind of keeps coming up over and over and over again, is this barrel, this impending barrel shortage, which is really a result of not having enough loggers and not having enough barrels, but it's being portrayed as a shortage of trees. And I keep kind of hearing this come back over and over and over again. Um, and so we talked about that a little bit. So A... So what we're proving here is that Jack Daniels knows what the hell they're doing, right? So what comes out the other side is that what I prefer as the number one between Jack Daniels' 10-year and the Coy Hill that has been proofed down is the 10-year, right? So if I proof down Coy Hill to get to the JD-10 proof, um, it doesn't hold up as well, so... Good job, Jack Daniels. You know exactly what you're doing. It just loses a little bit of depth, maybe complexity. I don't know some of the some of the fire and proof to it, but you know I've got a little bit left, so we're gonna make a blend now. Now we're gonna have uh, Jack Daniels nine and a half year uh, whiskey. That's how it works, right? If you average nine and ten together, you get uh, nine point five. Definitely, they're interested in that. So like I said, you know, with the, the, the tasting set, you get these fun little neck tags, which you can't see very well, right? But they pop right off of the bottle and they carry the label that is affiliated with this bottle. So this bottle is number, is number C, number C, he says, um, letter C and we'll see, does the Fort Nelson select come out on top or does the, um, just standard shelf offering come out? And what do we get? What my taste buds tell me is that the standard off-the-shelf rye is slightly better than the Fort Nelson Select. So um, that means almost nothing to anyone other than me. Um, and it also could be that the uh, rye that I have has been open for some time. It has picked up a lot of air, you know, like you can see how much I've drank out of it over time. And this Fort Nelson Select, I popped open for today. So maybe I have to redo this one. Maybe I don't. Um, I'm not a huge proponent of neck pours. I think that that's another thing that was talked about over the weekend. Science, uh, liquid dynamics and science don't. Um, support the idea of a neck pour being a real thing. Um, and then the last one, I, I had this, I've been trying to avoid the liquor store because I've been spending too much money on whiskey, like everybody else that is probably going to show up or watch this. I've spent way too much money on whiskey in the last few months. Um, but I went in to pick up some type of a wine coolery beverage for my spouse and you obviously go look at the whiskey shelf. You go look and see, hey, what limited things do you have available? And I came across a, um, effectively, I guess, what is a boo rye. It's a blend of Indiana rye and Kentucky bourbon. It is Willet. So Willet has historically done a blend of straight whiskeys. So um, they had it on the shelf. Uh, I was going back to the office for a little bit, and so I didn't pick it up because I was like, you know, I don't want to buy that and then stick it in my car where it's going to get, you know, 85 or 90 degrees in the car. 
and let it sit there, it would probably be fine. So uh, I get back to the office and I text the guy at the liquor store that I'm, uh, that I work with on a regular. And I'm like, hey, um, how much is that? He sends back a price. And I was like, man, just go ahead and take it out of my paycheck, you know, because that's where we're at on this. Um, but there's a Boo-Rye. And I know that I really, really like High West's Boo-Rye, which is... Um, if we were to look at MSRPs on them, they're both relatively close to each other price-wise. I think we're looking at the difference between 80 and and $100-ish between the two. Um, and both have a certain degree of scarcity based off of the market right now. But um, we'll see. We'll see which one is which, which one is better, which one I, I prefer. Once again, um, just open this one today, but you'll notice this one has quite a bit more gone than what I have uh, poured out a handful of drinks for the folks at the liquor store, giving them an opportunity to taste it if they want to. Hmm. I will say, so after I carried this Willet out to the car and I spilled a little bit and it got on my hand, my hand smelled like a rickhouse. Like it is the most like a rickhouse my hand has ever smelled. And it's the, um, I won't say pickly, but dilly nature of MGP rye combined with the sweetness of, uh, Kentucky bourbon, I think gives that appropriate, like sharpness that wood barrels can give you combined with the sweetness that comes out of the barrel from the, the, the whiskey itself. It was, I smelled my hands a whole lot after that, <laughs> a whole, whole lot. But we'll see, like I said, which one is the is the primary key. And you can probably, you might be able to see the letter that's on the bottom of these. I use these black ones so I can write on them on the bottom with a, with a white marker and write on the bottle and I'll know which one is which. That tastes very familiar. And if it tastes familiar, it's one that I noted that I've already had before. And I've only had one of these before. Um, let's see here. Like I want to declare a winner right there, but I know that's unfair. So we'll talk about a few other things. Um, had a great opportunity Saturday night after the, we had Friday night event activities and Saturday night event activities. We didn't have anything planned for Sunday with the uh, My Bourbon Weekend in Lexington. And so we were sitting out on the patio of the hotel pretty late Saturday night. Got an opportunity to sit down and talk to, to Perry about what they're doing, what they're wanting to do with the weekend next year. handful of other guys, but Jason from Mash and Drum came out and sat with us. And, you know, we had an opportunity to smoke cigars. And this is one of the things that I really, really like about this community of people, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a participant more than I am a creator of anything. Um, you know, I just sort of kind of float around and get an opportunity to, to be a part of some pretty amazing things. But, you know, I posted on Instagram, some, some videos of some of the, the, the tables that were set up of bottles that people had brought along with it. And it was almost like, a everybody sending the things that they're going to bring, um, within a group chat to make sure we don't double up on stuff, but it was almost like, well, can I, can I one up you and can you one up me and can we do each other better? Um, and you know, everybody kind of brings their best, but beyond that, there's this opportunity for us to sit outside, smoke a cigar, have a drink and just kind of, um, chit chat and commiserate or whatever. And Jason sits down at the table with us and he offers us, 
some of his personal cigars that he has. You know, he has his own little thing, and, and it has this little red ribbon on it. And I can't tell you what it was, but I, I and I can't even tell you if it was a great cigar because I'm going to be jaded by the there's a gnat flying around here. I'm going to be jaded by the fact that this was something that someone shared with me, so it's immediately going to be better. Um, someone you know brought it with with the intent to share. And they were willing to share with me. Somebody that was a complete stranger and still largely is. We would recognize each other in public, but I'm not sure that he could uh, tell you my name at this point because uh, you know we're all meeting tons of people. But that's what's what's fun about this. It's like you know, Taysu's in the chat today. I had an opportunity to meet him. Because I was hanging out with another person from this, you know, whiskey social media environment, and we sat down and we just we just chatted for you know several hours, and it was um, it was about the whiskey, but it was about the community as well, and that's what um, sort of is 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 fantastic about all of this. So without a doubt, my initial impression was this was the one that was my favorite. So it holds out. Um, I really like High West's Burai. And um, from taste one, from the very first taste, it was my prim- primary favorite. And um, the the Willett family estate, their Burai is good. There's nothing wrong with it. And there's nothing wrong with it for the price that I paid for it. Um, and maybe it'll open up over time. I don't know. In the same vein that this 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 Burai has been open for a little while and had an opportunity to breathe, um, where um, neck pores are not a thing, oxidization is. You know, oxygen's interaction with whiskey um, is very very distinct. Uh, but I think we're going to try to wrap up as quickly as possible because there is this impending storm that's sitting outside. Um, but rolling back. All the way back, we're going to rewind quite a bit. Um, this tour that David had us uh, go on, uh, the folks at Michter's gave us a fantastic tour, gave us a once-in-a-lifetime tasting. We got an opportunity to fill our own bottles, and then we also got um, this really nice bar set that was given to us. Um, I had an opportunity to win one of these through a giveaway in the past, so I've got to spare one of those, and so we may be looking at getting rid of uh, this... Uh, bourbon nosing sample kit to, to someone that might happen to want it. Anybody who reaches out has an opportunity for it. Um, and then I've got to get rid of this this bar kit that came from Mictors as well. It's all copper. It's beautiful stuff. There's a there's a Glencairn involved in it as well. Um, but David just said, hey, you, know, you want to attend this thing, this thing that I have that um, someone gave to him as a result of the podcast he's been running. Um, but he just included a handful of folks, some, some of them he had never met before, some of them he didn't know until that weekend. Um, just kind of speaks volumes to what this particular community is. So um, thanks for tuning in for this episode of the Embellished Podcast. Um, if you enjoyed this, please leave me a review on whatever platform that you have that you're consuming this on. You can leave a comment if possible as well, and hit me up on social media at Twitter or Instagram using EmbellishPod. You can give me a follow, see what's going on here or on any of the other platforms that I have. I can also be found at www.embellishpod.com with all of my links, accounts, and contact details. I'll be back again next week with another new offering for you. So until then, cheers and thank you for hanging out.